Welcome to Arts for the Health of It, a podcast where you will discover creative ways to improve your health and well-being. Someone may have told you that art isn't for you, but they were wrong. Anyone can create Arts for the Health of It. No talent or experience necessary. I'm just a little songbird. Try to fly my way homeward with the melody and I make the beat. Don't know where it'll take me, take me. Cause when I'm in the dark of night, I sing my way back to the light. Come along with me and your heart will see that a song changes everything. Oh, oh. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Arts for the Health of It. I'm your host, Richard Wilmore. I'm your host, Constanza Roeder. And we had the amazing honor today of talking with musician Natalie Lane, who wrote the theme song for our podcast, oh, which is so cute and we love. And you're actually going to get to hear the whole song at the end of the podcast. So listen for that. Um, but I actually found Natalie on TikTok her this song went went viral um when i first saw it it had 150 views what does it have now anyway it has a lot of views um she's amazing she's a really gifted songwriter and just has just a really sweet spirit and a really cool story around creativity and around music and the role it plays in her life and yeah it was just cool to talk with her yeah we uh Stunzi joined us like halfway through the interview, but her and I were talking about she's been playing piano and writing music since she was 10 and the way she uses it to express herself and for her own mental health. And we talked a lot about um, the way people use music, whether it's just ingesting it or if mm. it's creating it and how that can affect you. And she she and we had a little prayer at the beginning we started mm -hmm. the whole thing off with a breathing exercise and a prayer that she um took us through so it's a good like we started off on a really good note so i thought we had a lot of fun with her um yeah so make you sure go. you go follow her on tiktok she's yes. awesome natalie lane Natalie Lane. She's a songwriter, a recording artist, and a pianist from Colorado Springs, but she's now based in Nashville. Growing up, Natalie focused on classical piano and led worship regularly at church. At age 10, she began to write and record her own songs and has never stopped. Take a listen. When you fill out your pre-interview form, I thought a great way, and we usually do stuff like this at the end, but for you, I kind of wanted to do it at the beginning because you wanted to share like a breathing prayer yeah. with everyone. And I thought, what a great way to start the interview that yeah. way. So I would love for you to do that if you would. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Okay, totally. This is one of my favorite things to do because I'm passionate about mental health within you know, the music industry for artists and creatives. I think it's so important because things are coming at us from every direction and it just can be so... Um, and so one thing that I just really like to do is just kind of center myself in breathing and in prayer. And so, um, yeah, let's do that together. So if you're listening, just go ahead and close your eyes if you can. Um, and just take a deep breath in. We're going to count about seven seconds. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
hold it at the top and then breathe out one two three four five six seven we're gonna do that one more time breathe in one two three four five six seven and breathe out one two three four five six seven and then i just like to think about whatever that day is stressing me out or um causing me to um just carry extra stress especially if i feel it in my body um just to kind of notice what that is and um just i like to lift that up to the lord so I try to find a central phrase, like for me today, it might just be that um, I am enough. Maybe I need to hear that. So I'm just going to repeat that as I keep breathing to myself, just that I am enough. And as I breathe in, I feel myself breathing in the grace of God and breathing out everything that's stressing me out. So I'm going to breathe in the grace of God and breathe out everything that's stressing me out. And just repeat that phrase again, I am enough. I'm enough today. Let's breathe in for seven seconds. One more time. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And breathe out. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's it. Thanks for joining me in that today. That helped me even right now. (laughs) Right? I thought that would be a great way to just start it. Yeah. And um, has that always been, so thank you for that. Thank you for that. Has that always been part of your rhythm with, with music and music making in life or has that sort of evolved from something? Yeah. I mean, I think just, you know, as things have gotten crazier in in my career and in my life, I, um, I've just like tried different things to be able to, quickly center myself because I don't have like an hour you know I would love to like take a nap for an hour (laughs) like something like that but sometimes you only have like 30 seconds you know um before a show or you know you're nervous before you walk on stage or whatever it is and so um I just recognized I needed something quick like that to just breathe I noticed it really slows down my breathing so that I'm able to sing way better. And, um, yeah, lots of, lots of vocalists, I think do like long tones, like they'll just like sing the same note for a long time or whatever. And so that kind of like long breathing I know is helpful with, with singing, but I've just noticed too, that like for me spiritually, just like lifting those things up to the Lord is really helpful. So did that at all increase, uh, during COVID? Were you then able to have an hour to spend on meditation and prayer because we weren't out performing anywhere? Yes. Oh, for sure. And it's, yeah. it's really good. Yeah. Which has been really good to have like longer times of that. Um, but I've also kind of gotten out of the practice of being able to do it quickly. So <laughs> getting back into that as shows come back and all that stuff. I'm glad we could help with that. Yeah, totally. So you started, you started, songwriting at 10 mm-hmm. how does a 10 year old know even that that's a thing and how do you how do you start that yeah so this is a really funny story because my grandma was my piano teacher at the time 
She taught me for about eight years. And so one of my assignments for my piano lessons was to write a song. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know where to begin with that. Like, like what? And so (laughs) she had just said, find some, like a Psalm, or I think she even said like a poem or like something that you can take lyrics from and then like write the music and start with that. Um, And so I did. And I look back at it now and like the song wasn't bad. Like it could have been a lot worse, you know? It's like, oh, okay. So do you remember some of the lyrics? I do. It was, yeah, it was from a psalm and it just said, um, I will not fear for God is my refuge. I will not fear for God is my strength. And it was just kind of like poetic like that. And um, yeah. And so (laughs) I started doing that for a while, like writing based on just other things that I would hear and, um, eventually you kind of get the like rhyme scheme and rhythm of things and like how that works. So then you can write your own. So I found that really helpful to like, look at great, um, great poetry and scripture and stuff like that to help me start writing. Who were you listening to at 10 years old? Um, I was listening to, (laughs) so this is funny because my, in the car with my mom, I would always listen to Christian radio, right? So that was like a whole side of it. And then in the car with my dad, I would listen to like Earth, Wind and Fire and like Chicago and um, Israel and New Breed and like these, you know, (laughs) funk, rock, blues, jazz groups. Um, And so (laughs) I kind of grew up on those two things, like both sides of things. It's funny to look back because now my music is like both of those things together. It's like Christian gospel, jazz and R and B sort of thing all together. So I think it comes from my parents, but um, yeah, I was listening to, to all sorts of things. (laughs) That's so fun though. When you get to kind of, combine a bunch of different things, right? Like you're not necessarily like just in a corner doing this. You, you get to kind of create your own sound based on the sounds that you love. Totally. Yeah. It's hard for me to pinpoint, like, this is what I grew up on or whatever. Cause it was like all of it. <laughs> were you forced to take piano lessons by your grandma or was that something you were interested in? So no, I, I don't know if they would have forced me if I wasn't into it, but I was into it. (laughs) Yeah. My whole family's musical. So my, both my grandmas play piano. My parents met in college in orchestra and choir. Um, My mom sings and dad plays bass and trombone. And so, um, yeah. So they like from a really young age were like, our kids, you know, we'll be musical. We didn't really have a choice. It was going to happen because we grew up with it all in our house. Um, But they put me in this group piano class when I was like three and I like loved it. It was everything to me. And I still like, I'm just a pianist first and through and through because I fell in love with it when I was like three. So it's fun to look back. When did you decide like, this is what I want to do and it wasn't just like having fun and hanging out with grandma yeah (laughs) yeah I think um I can remember being really little and knowing that music was my favorite thing to do in the world so 
when people would say, you know, you should do whatever is your favorite thing. You should, you know, that should be your job. I was like, oh, well then it's music, you know? Um, but I think I got more serious about it in high school. Um, I teach some classical teachers and also like people at church that helped me learn. And um, so in high school I was serious. And then I started looking at where I could go to college um, to study music. And so I found Belmont university and moved my life to Nashville. And that was like the best decision of all time. <laughs> and I didn't what? even know at the time. You moved from where to Nashville? From Colorado Springs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was that yeah. a culture shock or? Yeah. More than anything, it's just far from home. Yeah. You know, I, um, I, I wanted to be like within where I could drive home in a day or whatever. And we're 18 hours away. So, <laughs> so still technically, yes. Still technically, but it's not easy. <laughs> no. Have you ever done it in one drive? No. I, I, yeah, I got to do it in two days, but yeah. yeah. So a lot of people, like for me, I'm not musically inclined. So like I use music for my own mental health, like listening to it and, and adjusting it. Do oh. you, what is it for you? Is it writing music that's super helpful? Is it listening? Is it everything? Like yeah. how, do, how do you use music? Yeah, I think it's different things for different aspects. Like, you know, like you're saying for um, just sometimes I just need to take music in and it like that helps me a lot. And I love I love how you see music literally everywhere in our world. People that play and people that don't like it's part of your life, you know. Um, so, yeah, in terms of that, I love to listen and take it in. But then um, if I ever need to, like, express something, that's how songwriting comes into play for me. So that's like a really helpful kind of release. Um, and just like an expression of like whatever I'm learning and you know, whatever, maybe like I'll just hear different phrases that people say, or like I get inspiration from everywhere. And so just kind of, yeah, that's the release for me and the expression, but um, I'm a big music fan, music listener too. So who are you listening to now? I mean, my favorites are still like Sarah Bareilles, mm -hmm. John Mayer. Um, I love like Ben Rector and Cody Fry and some of these just like really cool songwriters right now. Um, I love Lawrence, the band and Jacob Collier. I kind of, I have to have those few, like their music is insane. And like, I just, <laughs> I love to take that in too. So, um, but I think that I still like listen to all those artists and kind of assimilate what they're doing. And I love to learn from them too. They're like my teachers. Yeah, I bet. And then you get to be like, Oh, I love that. I'm going to steal that from them. Or I love, you know, like different sounds and different. Do you know any other instruments besides the piano? Or is piano what? your. <laughs> yeah. I play piano. Like yeah. that's my thing. But um, yeah, I play a little bit of guitar. I'm learning the cello right now. Ooh. That is a totally different beast. It's, it might take me years, but. <laughs> really? Is that like, was that sarcasm or is that really like, is it difficult? No, I'm serious. It's yeah. yeah. It's just so different. Strings are so different than anything else. Like I thought mm -hmm. that, you know, because I play guitar, like I'd have the finger movement and I would have like the calluses on my fingers from the strings and stuff. But it's just like 
totally different to hold a cello upright and get the bow movement and like the calluses are in a different place on your fingers. And so it's interesting, but I like to learn it. That's so fun. How are you taking, are you learning on your own? Like what I, I at some point want to transition into like virtual. Cause that's how we found you was on TikTok. Yeah. So there's so many ways to access music and music lessons now and um, different types of music that, you know, I wouldn't have heard as a kid because it wasn't available on my local radio station oh. in Northern Wisconsin. So are you, are you working with a professional? Are you like the YouTuber that's trying to learn on YouTube or how's that working? <laughs> so when I learned guitar, I taught myself and learned from online and all that stuff. So that's definitely possible. Um, for cello, I knew that I needed a teacher because it mm. was just like totally different ball game. And so I have a great friend at home in Colorado who is a cellist and plays for everybody around there. And she's an unbelievable teacher. And so uh, we've been FaceTiming since COVID happened and um, yeah, learning that way. And it's it's been great. She transitioned to that really well. That's great. Um, so it's worked for us. Yeah. That's good. Um, I am always fascinated by writers of all types, like book authors, songwriters, even like comedians on how you write. Often, you know, authors will sometimes force themselves to write for 20 minutes every day. Yeah. How do you, how, what's your songwriting um, regimen like? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of, um, some parts of it change from season to season of life, but um, I, what keeps me really consistent is that I love to co-write with people. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have a group of people that write a lot for my stuff. And so we'll just pick, you know, like three people at a time, get in a room and we co-write. So I co-write probably um, three times a week. So that keeps me really consistent. So at least I'll know maybe like, yeah, two to three songs a week are coming out for sure, you know, or that I'll have in my pile. Um, and that's just so fun too. Cause like you can come in with a great idea and those other people are going to make it better. Like just three brains is better than one pretty much always in, yeah. in this. So, um, and that's cool too. Just like, if I bring in something I think is good, sometimes they're like, uh, it doesn't hit. Or sometimes they're like, Oh yes. Like they really validate that. Um, so it's cool to have that kind of community. And then in terms of just my own writing, um, I've done, you know, there are times where I'll try to write for 30 minutes a day or like have it be really consistent. But what I've found is that if I kind of just let that happen, whenever it happens, that's, best for my like personal writing um and so I try to give myself like freedom in terms of time of my day too to like if the creative juices hit me like I'm gonna go with it <laughs> you know yeah. I'm gonna stop and and try to try to do that so so yeah I try to have the like consistency of co-writing and then the spontaneity of my personal writing um I think that's been like the most healthy for me, at least right now. That's awesome. So you, how often do you write like for your, do you write stuff that never is shown to a single producer or co-writer 
and you're just like at home in your own journal doing your own thing? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, that blows my mind sometimes to think about like how many hundreds of songs will never, nobody will ever hear. <laughs> yeah. But that's so kind of cool though, right? Like there's all that like secret stuff back there. That's just for you. That's so important. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's for a good reason. Sometimes it's just not good, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. I think the, the ones that are supposed to see the light do. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. We're going to take a quick break and um, we're going to come back with another special person here who's back there gleaming. I've never seen her smiling and laughing so much. Stanzi is here. The person at arts for the health of it who found you on TikTok. So I'm going to let the millennials talk to each other about all of the um, young things that kids are doing now. So we're going to take a break and be right back with Stanzi and Natalie Lane right after this. Whether you consider yourself a musician or not, music is all around us and it affects our everyday lives. Whether it's background music influencing our shopping habits in a store, organ music adding the vibe to a baseball game, or a playlist convincing us to keep going on that last mile of a run. I'm Mindy Peterson, host of the podcast Enhanced Life with Music, where we take a holistic look at the power of music in our everyday lives through the lens of science and health, sports and entertainment, business and education. You can find me and Enhanced Life with Music at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast or wherever you get your audio. Unleash the power of music. When did you join TikTok? I joined TikTok um, in April of last year. It, so COVID had just started. And then I I was just like, no, this TikTok thing, like, it's going to go away, right? Mm-hmm. And then it didn't. And so mm-hmm. I, said, <laughs> I said, okay, I'll try it. And then it took a little bit before it, like, started going well. But I'm grateful for it. Yeah, no, we are too, because Stanzi's now joining the podcast. <laughs> Hello, Stanzi. Hi, <laughs> I'm excited to be here. And there was a moment last year we were in a meeting. We were in like a pre-production meeting of the podcast before we started recording or anything. And she like she's holding up her phone because we were virtual at the time. She's holding up her phone to the screen. Look at this girl. Look at this girl. Listen to this song. Everybody listen. This is a theme song. I was like, all right, let's calm down a little bit. This is like... This is true. We were, we were, we'd been going around in circles about theme song and were we going to write our own or were we going to just use canned music? And we're like, that's boring. We're in our, we're an arts organization. We can't do that. Um, but we were like having trouble landing on something that we liked. And I just out of the blue is, you know, scrolling through TikTok um, and your bird song came on. And I was like, wow. oh my gosh, this is perfect. Like, I don't know if I could write a better song that fits more perfectly. This is great. Um, <laughs> And I showed them and that became kind of like the the gold standard. I was like, okay, well, we either need to find a song that's like this or write a song that's like this. And like we like dabbled a little bit. And then I was like, no, we just need this song. <laughs> <laughs> so we reached out to you and you're like, well, it's not recorded yet. And I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> what if we did? Yeah. What if we recorded it? And it's beautiful. It's such a ugh, it's such a beautiful little song. And if you are forgetting our theme song you can go back to the beginning and re-listen to it after we're done talking but can you talk a little bit about what was the the, what was the inspiration for that song um maybe the process around that song yeah yeah Yeah, that was a really I remember that um 
those few months of just writing and I I was just like feeling inspired all the time and all sorts of things were happening. And so that was a cool like couple of months. And I just remember being like specifically fascinated by language in that time, like just words that rhyme. I get really weird about that stuff. I'm like, oh, this rhymes with this. So like this 13 letter word has a rhyme or like whatever it is. Um, And so I... (laughs) I thought of this word songbird and then I was like, Oh, homeward rhymes with that. I wonder if I can make a song kind of featuring those lines, you know? Um, so I, I wrote those two. I'm just a little songbird. Try to fly my way homeward with a melody. And I, I remember being like, Oh, like, that's really, that's cute. That's really sweet. I like it. You know? Um, and it's so, nice when you like your own work, right? <laughs> it's fun. It does not always happen. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Not at all. Um, but yeah, I, I finished that and I sent it to my friend, Phoebe Scott, who is wonderful and everyone should know her music too. Um, but I sent it to her and she was like, oh, this is so good. And she like tweaked a couple things. She's like my little songwriter editing buddy. Um, and so she tweaks some things and yeah, the co-writing thing makes it better, you know? Uh, and so we had just written those two verses and posted them on TikTok and people loved them and, um, were so kind and really related to them. And that's a big thing for me on TikTok. Like, I just want people to, to relate to the story and the songs and find themselves in it. And I think that's something that's so special about TikTok is like, you know, they don't have to go to a concert or, you know, a comedy show of the person they're seeing or like, whatever, like we're coming to them in there whatever time we find them in you know um maybe it's two in the morning and they're scrolling needing a little bit of hope or whatever you know um and so it's been really special to see people relate to it and to relate to that song and so when you guys reached out I was like yeah this this feels like the right little home for this song because (laughs) like it just it goes with what you guys are doing and I'm so grateful it's worked for you yeah we Love it every time. Every time I listen to an episode and the song comes on, I'm like, oh, I love it, and I sing along, and it's great. And I think when I found when I found this song, it already had like I think 150 thousand views, and it obviously was resonating um, with other people. And I think that I think something fun about TikTok for creativity and for expression it's it's done this like really interesting there's kind of this really interesting creative renaissance that's happening on tiktok like a minute now three minutes up to three minutes at a time and it's people are pushing their creativity and um creating content that's really connecting i mean they're like any platform there's stuff on there that's just you know fairly superficial and not the greatest but there's also really amazing things that are happening there and amazing creators um that are showcasing their work um like like you and we're so glad i'm so grateful for tiktok because i would i wouldn't have found you otherwise were you were you ever planning on doing anything with that song or was that just you kind of playing around I don't know. I think I hadn't gotten that far yet. You know, I was like, it only had two verses. I like wanted, I wanted to add a little more, but like the verses felt good. You know, I was like, maybe it's just another verse or maybe it is this short, you know? Um, so yeah, I felt like it hadn't found its spot as a song yet. Cause 
you know, to release it, it would have had to be probably a little longer, more developed, you know, all that stuff. So it's ended up being perfect for a podcast because that's how much you need, you know? Yeah, it's it's perfect. So exclusive here, you get to hear all two verses <laughs> of Songbird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're so grateful that you were willing to go into the studio pretty quickly at that point, too, because we're like, and we're releasing this soon. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was perfect timing, too, because we were I mean, we were in the studio a lot at that time because we were just doing things in really small groups, you know, during COVID. So um, or I guess that was even later. That was like fall when we were starting to be able to co-write a little bit. So yeah, it worked out perfect. Love it. Yeah. Love it. And love you and love all your other music. It's so, um, I feel like there's certain musicians out there and artists out there that it, the, the desire to serve and to like, minister to people through their music is really evident and through all of your music i i i feel that at a at a visceral level even just some of your fun songs like it there's there's this element of um of just delight and um service like i just i don't know i like your little heart comes through so clearly through your music and i love it all so thank you so much to you Thank you. That's everything we want to do. So yeah. <laughs> what are you working on now? What are you working on these days in 2021? Yeah. So I am about to release an EP called Castles. And so that's five songs. A, a few of them are already out. And uh, yeah, those have just been some we've been working on all through this last like year and a half and um, poured everything into them. And so, yeah, working on brand new songs. And right now is kind of the like, you know, the marketing push and all the like things we're doing for the release. So, uh, well, how nice full circle, you <laughs> let us use your song and we help you promote your EP. So, <laughs> so what, what should people do if they want to make sure they're notified when your EP comes out? Yes. So you can follow me on Spotify, Natalie Lane, L-A-Y-N-E. And, or you can follow me on TikTok, on Instagram on Facebook, on YouTube. It's all at Natalie Lane Music. Yes. I just followed you on Spotify. It's that Yay, easy. thanks. <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't following you sooner, but uh, there we go. Okay, that'll put it right on your release page. So that's Perfect. a good idea. Perfect. What have you learned? What's like the biggest thing you've learned since you've began? Mm-hmm. This is a great question. Um... <laughs> I, man, I've learned, first of all, how special it is to be able to be a creator and to be in music, like just the way that music formed me as a kid and um, has always been a huge part of my life. And like, now I get to be that to somebody else is like Mm. so weird and mind blowing to me. Um, I've played at some festivals this summer and there's one in South Dakota we played at that. I used to go to as a kid um, with my family and I watched all these artists and was like, yeah, I totally could do that. I want to do that, you know? And now like standing up there and like looking at these kids, you know, these families mm. and be like, I was that like 10 years ago, you know, <laughs> like it wasn't that long ago we were, we were doing that. And so um, 
yeah, just what a blessing it is to be able to be part of this like creative community that means something to people and um, that we have our own community in it too, as co-writers and um, with producers and just all the people we work with, like, it's so cool and so special to be a part of. And so I've, I've just learned gratitude in all of that. Mm. Just wake up every day and be like, what the heck? It's a great day. I'm like, it's just, it's crazy that we get to be part of it. I feel yeah. It's awesome having meaningful work that you care about. I just thought of um, a game we could play. Ooh. Would you play a game with us? Totally. Let's go. All right. We're going to, well, I have to prep the game because I just thought of it in my head. So we're going to take a break. I'm going to prep a game and then we're going to come back and play a game with Natalie Lane. And Stanzi, you can play too because you won't know any of the answers. Excellent. And then maybe she'll come up with her question during the break. We'll be right back. Do you have like a little, um, uh, like songwriting exercise or like advice you could give if people want to dabble in songwriting or music Mm -hmm. so there is this book called writing better lyrics that i like take all the exercises from um so if you're wanting to get into songwriting go get that book um but it will like give you it'll just give you a prompt you know maybe it's like you know write about you know the the like water you might see at the beach or like something random like that. And then you write pages about it Mm. Um, or you try to rhyme about it or you try like, there are these exercises. So when I'm needing to like work on crafting lyrics or like on my skill, I do stuff like that, like songwriting exercises. Um, But also something I do a lot too, is just like sit down at the piano and see what comes out. Like even like, give myself a time limit, like say how, how much can I write in 20 minutes or maybe how good can I make this four lines in 10 minutes or whatever, you know, mm. so give myself a goal. Um, and sometimes that helps me to just hone my skills too, but mm. I don't know. Yeah, I like that where it's like, you kind of just go in without really an agenda just to kind of see what comes out. I remember yeah. like, writing music on the piano when I was a kid you just walk up and you're like oh that sounds good together and oh I like that and just all of a sudden you have this like song um I know that maybe not all kids (laughs) are drawn to that but I feel but that sense of um of abandon and and play I think we sometimes sometimes lose as we get older and it's so that sense of play is so important for creativity, for problem solving, you know, this isn't yeah. just um, an arts specific thing. Like there's there there's crossover here with with creativity and and problem solving and science and math. Like mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of crossover. Yeah. Um, so found yeah. yeah, I have to keep it for myself. Like especially when it's your job, like you got to keep it fun in some, yeah in some ways. And so I do love that, and I. You know, I wish everyone would do that in some ways with whatever their art might be, whatever they like to do. Just like make time to sit down and like discover things because Mm. it is so fun. Like art is so fun and it should always be that way. Like it shouldn't be 
work, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And I love that word discover because I feel like so much, so many of my creative endeavors or creative products have kind of been a discovery or an uncovering of something that almost seems like it was always there. Like it's not necessarily like I come in and sometimes I come in with a specific idea, but even then I feel like it's an uncovering or a discovery of what really lands and what really like for sure has teeth for to express that that idea more than like I'm gonna sit and I'm going to make up melodies and harmonies in the head like it's I mean yeah you can in in academic sense you can put together a chord progression and like spit out a song um but I think in that process of of discovery and um it's I think it's really essential for for creativity yeah Oh, I think it's so fun for what I do too. Like, and you know, I'm making this Christian and gospel music. Like I really believe in that process too, in that like God helps us in our creativity and like all that we do is like discovering what he's already made. And so Mm -hmm. like he's given us all this stuff to just continuously discover and it never ends. Like Mm. it's going to go on forever and we could never hit the end of it. And so that's what keeps it really like exciting to me. Mm. I can do this forever. Like this is never going to get old because there's always more to discover. I'm ready for our game. Oh, okay. okay. Ready? <laughs> now, theme songs to shows are sometimes the best part of the entire show. So oh, no. I'm I don't have a title for it yet. But I'm going to read the, th- the lyrics to some of the most popular song or the most popular TV shows. And you get to yell when you know the answer and the best out of five wins. Wait, the answer, like we have to know what the the show show is. Okay. You don't have to like sing the things, the things. I mean, you can, but (laughs) if you want, but you just have to know the show. Okay. I'm so stressed. I can do this. Number one, this shouldn't be stressful. This should be fun. This is why I want to be a game show host. All right. And I'm not going to sing because that would ruin it. Okay. Number one, making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Oh, cheers. Yes, Stanzi. Cheers. <laughs> one point for Stanzi. That's, I mean, that's kind of unfair to Natalie because she's even younger than I am. And I'm like, I like barely know Listen, cheers. Are, okay. First of all, these are all like, are these all old? Kind of. Okay. Well, we'll see how this goes. It's fine. Okay. You'll be fine. We can do this. Let me find it. Okay. Ready? You'll know this one, Natalie. Yeah. Here's the story of a lovely lady. Who was bringing up three very lovely girls. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What is this one? All of them had hair of gold. Like their mother. The youngest one in curls. Oh, um, 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 Brady Bunch. Yes. Yeah. There's a story. A lovely lady. Two for Stunzi. I know. I was like, what is this one? I like that Natalie goes, yes, that's correct. (laughs) She's the Vanna White of the program. Like, Yes. Oh, this one might be bad. Okay, I'm not gonna do this one uh, because no one's going to know that one. I told you I'm not good at this. Here's a here's a good one, and if I don't know if you're gonna know this, but this made me laugh, so I'm gonna do this one. (laughs) Wait, let me get it. Here we go. Oh, there's a lot happening here. 
there's an ad that I have to close. I'm this. Close. <laughs> this is what happens when you. Okay, ready? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Classic. Bad boys, bad boys. Cops. <laughs> My favorite TV show of all time. I would not have known. Bad boys. You don't know cops? What you gonna do? What you get? Natalie. Sorry. Natalie was born recently. Yeah. So cops is still on the air. I think it just went off the air. What are you doing at 3 a.m. not watching cops? She's, you know, she's writing music. Yeah. Oh, right. You know, I don't, I don't know. Well, the winner is Stanzi. She got three out of five. The other one I had was the Gilligan's Island theme. Would you have known that, Natalie? Oh, probably. Yeah. I was waiting for like a Friends or like Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. I was going to do Friends. I looked up 100 greatest TV theme songs of all time. And Friends, let me see if I can, what number is it even? Ooh, is it down the list? I mean. If it's not number one, I don't care. It is isn't number one. Is it number one? No. Oh. Number wait, number one was one of the ones I played. Um, I'm on number thirty-eight, still nothing. Wow. Uh, okay, well, sorry. Is it iconic or best? Greatest. Greatest. Okay, so I feel like iconic theme songs are probably different than like I don't songs know. that are just good theme yeah. songs. These are good be- songs, though. These are not. Yeah. These are all good. It's just it should, yeah. Someone Sorry. told you that was going to be I thought that way. would be too easy. That's what popped in my head when we were talking about it, that theme song. And I've never seen Friends before, but mm. that's the power of a theme song. That's true. It's the problem. Well, <laughs> it's like Seinfeld to me. I, didn't think <laughs> I, was I, get, it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably too young for Seinfeld, too. You wouldn't know. No, that I've seen Seinfeld. We're there. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm. I would like to. I don't even think people get to listen to the entire theme song on our. Um, At the beginning, we just mm-hmm. do the beginning. So maybe this is a special episode where I just play the whole darn thing. Play the whole thing at the end of this right now, and so people enjoy. Yeah, Natalie Lane, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Anytime. All right. Notes from today, how you can get a hold of Natalie, how you can watch and listen to her, are all going to be at heartsandyart.org slash podcast. Keep creating, everyone, and we will see you next week. Bye. I'm just a little songbird, try to fly my way homeward with the melody, and I make the beat, don't know where it'll take me, take me, cause when I'm in the dark of Sing my way back to the light Come along with me And your heart will see That a song changes everything Oh Harmony, carry me, carry me Even if the sky's falling down I know the sound will lead me out Come along with me And I know you'll see That a song changes everything Oh, oh
Thank you for listening to Arts for the Health of It, a podcast produced by Hearts Need Art, creative support for patients and caregivers, in partnership with the National Organization for Arts and Health. You can help others learn about the healing power of the arts by subscribing, sharing, and reviewing the podcast wherever you listen or watch. The podcast is hosted by Richard Wilmore, co-hosted by Constanza Rader. Our theme song, Songbird, is written and performed by Natalie Lane. Visit heartsneedart.org to learn how you can support our mission to create joy with people facing life-altering health challenges. Join us next week to learn more ways you can create arts for the health of it. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Heartstein Art, their staff, board members, or other affiliates. All content is created for informational purposes only. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice or to diagnose and treat any health condition. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast.